What's up, fam? Thank you for tuning in. I am Complexity, and this is the Karma of It All podcast, an extension of Complex Intuition, where we give advice, support, and guidance in karmic, traumatic, and toxic relationship situations. guys thank you for tuning in i am so excited for the month of may is mental health awareness month and this month we are definitely going to get into toxic mothers our interviewees this month will be sharing their triumphing stories on how they healed from toxic and karmic motherhood situations with their mothers and with their selves. I'm so happy to share these interviews with you. Be sure to check them all out. There's going to be several throughout the month. So give a heads up. I love you all and thank you so much. We are all healing. And as always, each one teach one. Remain true to you. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. This is the karma of it all, and I am Miss Complexity. The karma of it all is an extension of complex intuition where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through toxic, karmic, and traumatic relationships. And you guys know relationships are about family, business, relationships is a broad word. So any situation that you may be going through. And today, we are speaking about breaking curses. It could be what we usually call breaking generational curses, breaking family mistakes, um, routine things that we do. And I have today Jane Rosemary Francis. And she is a part of the Solo Moms Talk. She's a podcaster. And she has three grown boys. So you can imagine. <laughs> you can imagine what she's been through. Okay? So we're going to go ahead and get some information from her. And she's going to tell us a little bit about her struggles, her situation of breaking these family curses, these family you know, situations. So, Jay Rosemary, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yes. I, I appreciate it. Yes, I am so glad to have you here. I am so eager to hear about your situation, honey. So, mm -hmm. what can you tell us about a time that you had to either deal with breaking a curse or being put in a curse? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> All right. So um, I was born in the early 60s mm -hmm. and my mom left me um, when I was nine months old with my grandfather. Yeah. And it turned out that I never met, I never saw her again till I was 15. Like, you know, 
Oh. So, um, when I had my first son, I got divorced and I was living in Canada and I left Canada and went to the U.S. and left my six-year-old son with his dad. And at first it felt right, you know, I'm leaving him with his dad. And so I, I left and I never went back. And, but it never sat well with me. Something was wrong, you know, as far as I was concerned. Then I remarried and had two kids, two, two younger boys. And the dad walked out on us. And I decided then and there that I wasn't going to repeat one, my, my mom's, um, you know, decision or the one I made with my first son. And so I, you know, I stayed with my son. I stayed with the younger ones as tough as it was. Mm-hmm. So did you... Okay, with with your mom leaving you, how how did you manage? I mean, like you, your your grandfather was the one that raised you, is what you're yes. saying. Yes. So you had um, a man's perspective on the way that it should go, right? Well, <laughs> not, not, okay. Let there, me know. There's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, it's very complicated. I have a very complicated life. So my grandfather was single. He actually left his wife because his wife didn't want him to take care of me. And he left his wife and chose me over his wife, so to speak. Mm. So that was a good thing. Yes. Uh, for me anyway. And, but my grandfather wasn't, we were in Jamaica. He was poor, you know, he was a farmer and, but he, he smoked a lot of tobacco and he died of esophageal cancer by the oh. time I was 12. Oh, oh yeah. my. So you lost your mom and your grandfather who was taking care of you. Yes. And, and I didn't, I didn't know my dad. So, oh wow. Yeah. So the situation with my grandfather, it was, he took care of me the way he knew how, you know, mm-hmm. but, but he went away just when I needed to have some stability. Yes. So, um, I, we stayed with an aunt when he was sick. He was sick for two years with his cancer. And then my aunt, you know, I guess my mom couldn't help her out with me. So she shipped me off to England to to live with my mom who didn't want me because I was I felt like I felt like I was an unwanted you know when you have a wart and you're trying to hide it but people keep exposing it mm-hmm. I felt like the wart you know in the family oh. and so I you know when I left my son you know I I struggled to to get him back and to, to have a relationship with him. But it was hard because I, I got into another family situation before I sorted. Thank you all for your donations. Any amount was greatly appreciated. For those of you looking to donate to my podcast, please, by all means, visit the donation tab at www.bkarmaofitall.net. Any donations over $25 
will receive my special Each One Teach One Tea. As always, I thank you all for your support. Deuces! Him out, him out, which is what my mom did. You know, she started a family like nine months after she left, not even a year after she left. You know, me, she started another family. And I, 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 I wanted to kill that. For me, anyway, you know, yeah, because it, it's all abandoned. Yeah, yeah, it affected my son, and I, I, it was just a couple of years ago. He's thirty-eight now, Ooh. and it's just, a, it's just a couple of years ago that we had a long conversation, and there were tears from his side more than mine because it hurt him. You know, it it really did hurt him that I did that, even though I thought I was doing the best thing for him. You know, and so I, I wasn't willing to repeat that with my two youngest. Okay, so what you're saying is that you actually did repeat. Mm -hmm. the, oh, because how would you know? How would you know what to do? You're doing what you were taught. Yeah, right? I thought it was normal. Mm -hmm. as, as a matter of fact, before I left, um, my son, my old, my first son, I had called my mom and asked her. If she would keep him for me, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. it just felt natural. So, you know, why, why don't I just send him away and let him stay with my mom? You know, of course she refused, and so uh, his dad was the second choice uh, in this respect. And, and so, at first, it felt like I said it felt normal. I, I was doing the right thing as far as I was concerned. If I couldn't take his dad wouldn't pay me child support so i said okay you take care of him then mm -hmm. and and but but it really hurt my son because my he i didn't realize that he was very connected to me you know and so um i was able to rebuild that connection later on because he came to live with me where i was but mm. but it, it was tough for him it was tougher for him obviously than it was for me you know even though it was a struggle. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how were you able to overcome this? How were you able to get out of this emotionally, physically, and mentally? Because, I mean, you already explained to us, you know, you had this talk with your oldest son, okay, and you guys, you know, came to grips with everything. Mm -hmm. But how did you come up out of it i'm not sure i've come up out of it i've come up out of it as far as what i did with my son is concerned right so i've forgiven myself for him because i have we've had the conversation like i said there, mm -hmm. i have no guilt anymore about it because of those conversations mm -hmm. i am still struggling with the fact that I never felt wanted by my mom. Mm. And and I think it was double it, it's triple because my my grandfather died when I was young. My I didn't know my dad. As mm -hmm. a matter of fact, I'm writing a book about that right now. Yes. Um, yeah. And so it it it's still and it it's funny that it's only now affecting me. I'm 61 years old and it's only now that I'm thinking about it. You so know, you stood strong all those years, and I finally, stood, I stood strong. But I lived life mm -hmm. based on those 
hurts. Wow. You know, I, it, it, you know, I felt I did well, I excelled at everything I did, you know, and from the outside, I just looked like this amazing, wonderful person with no problems. But I married and divorced three times, you know, to me, that's a problem, you know, and so, <laughs> so, and even now talking about it, I'm very emotional about it, not about what I did with my son, because like I said, I've overcome that. But the fact that I'm, I still feel that, I still feel this sting of being rejected, basically. I, I kind of, as an empath, I'm up here, I got tears. <laughs> but, um, no. Have you been able to talk to your mom to, to, to mend a piece? Or is she gone? No, my mom's still here. She's in her mid-80s. And we had a talk about, well, <laughs> so my the, the, the relationship with my mom was very complicated for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, quote-unquote, embarrassed her because she was in the, quote-unquote, church. And I moved out of her house two years after I went to live with her. And that was a big embarrassment, you know, to her mm-hmm. church, you know. Yeah. So um, then I got married and left, you know, England. I was in England. I left England. And when I was leaving, she told me, you know, you don't really have to keep in touch. And I took that literally. Uh And I never kept in touch. But every now and again, she would call me and harass me. And we'll get into this big argument. And for, for, for decades, you know, I had to deal with that. And I'd have to hang up the phone on her. And then one day she, <laughs> and I, there was a, one day the conversation was so bad. I started to get a headache. We, we, in our family, we suffer from high blood pressure. And I realized I was heading for a stroke if I kept this up. And so I prayed to God about it and I felt a peace about it. And I forgave her that moment. I forgave her. It wasn't about her leaving me at that point. It was her harassing me all the time calling me and asking me why I don't call home and all this stuff, right? And so so, um, I forgave her. And a a few years later, she she wrote me a letter and told me she was sorry she left me when I was, you know, she she said 10 months old, but I know it was nine. And, and, you know, I wrote her back and told her, you know, I, I forgive you. But like I said, I do forgive her. So and it's very complicated that I forgive her, but the it's like saying, you know, you hurt somebody, but the hurt's still there. For me, the hurt is still there. Yes, ma'am. You know, it's not that I'm mad at her or anything. It's just that I know I have to deal with the hurt. That that's I, years of pain. It's been buried. It's been buried, I'm telling you. Just stuffed mm-hmm. down, you know. So I stuffed that monster down, and now it's decided it want to pop up. So... You know. Oh, so you like that, huh? Great. Then I know you're going to like our Patreon.com page. Be sure to join the membership at $10.10 per month. We have unedited interviews lasting from 40 to 60 to a half hour long. Guys, you're going to love it. These are unedited and with mad bloopers. Yes, straight raw. That's how we give it. Q&A episodes, giveaways, 
private live talks, readings, one-on-ones, all kinds of stuff over on the Patreon.com page. Be sure to join the membership. And once you do, you'll have per access to my new Facebook group. We're all about connecting souls, spiritual healing, and loving one another as we get connected to life. You know how we do over here. Check out the Patreon page at patreon.com backslash complexity. That's patreon.com backslash K-A-R-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y. See you there. Deuces. If by chance your mother was listening, what would you say to her? Just I love her. I mean, what could I say to her now? She's 85, 86, going on 86. What, am, what else am I going to say to her? Because I do love her. And I love her so much that even though I'm in another country, I want to go go back home and, you know, and sit with her and hang out with her and, you know, talk to her. And and every now and again, I'll call her and we'll talk because I, I've, I'm, I don't want to fight. You know, I've, I've always run from fight, which is not a good thing. But I don't want to fight with her, especially, you know, she's older now. And um, I, I just want peace, <laughs> you I know. So, yeah, I so, yeah, so I, I don't, there, there is no, there's no, you know, anger or stress when it comes to talking to her. My sisters and I, we, we kind of joke about her, you know now but it, it doesn't it, it, like i said the the pain is still like is now surfacing you know so i think that maybe possibly um it may have been something that was going on with her and her mom her her family and things that caused this situation and you know how when there is a, a generational curse, it, it goes back and back and back and back. And it, and it without healing it, it's always that one person out of at least seven generations, there's always one person that comes back to heal the curse, yeah. to fix it. And yeah. that was you. So this could have been going on for a while. Uh, with her family yeah, maybe she I, didn't know yeah well my mom my mom's my grandmother my mom's mom um died when my mom was five oh, so wow. so my mom never really had her mom you know and sometimes i try to empathize with that mm-hmm. you know but but my grandfather was the father and the mother to me and he tried to be that to my mom you know, so um, I give her some grace regarding that um, because she never had someone, you know, she never had a mom, you know, so, but, but I still don't, I don't excuse, you know, her leaving me and not looking back or when I get, went to her, um, I wasn't treated like family, like her daughter and, you know, and, you know, I, I just, you know, 
<laughs> I um I want to say this. My mother's mother passed away when she was sixteen. My mom was on her own the whole time. Mm-hmm. But it is, as I was saying, a generational mistake that has happened because her mom wasn't there. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel. I feel you. I'm trying not to. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying not to go there because being an empath, I feel everything and I feel that strongly. Mm. Um, for the listeners that may be going through something similar, you know, without having their their parent there with them, um, what tip would you be able to or wanting to give them in standing strong about standing strong? Because, honey, you did so for sixty one years. Yes. Um. I would say that standing strong is good, but if, if, if things like that happened, that it, it's going to come out, you know, because it's not normal, right? Mm-hmm. It's not normal for a little girl to be on her own, right? True. And, and if that happens, and especially if you, you're making decisions in your life that you look back and say what was I thinking it it's time to kind of look at your life examine your life and see am I reacting to my past without even knowing it because the 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 frame I took on was you know they don't need me I don't need them you know and I could do I could do better than them so you know so when I would, after my third divorce, I, I looked at my situation. I said, what is wrong with me? You know, three, three marriages, three divorce. Why don't, why don't anybody want to be with me? Right. And I wrote it down. I said, there's nothing wrong with me. No. You know, I just need to stop looking for what I need, which is the, the family I miss, the family I never had, the family I wanted to build with every man I met, you know, every man that looked at me. I wanted to build a family. That's why there was a marriage. There was no boyfriend, girlfriend situation. It had to be marriage, right? Because I wanted to build my own family. So look at those things. Look at those decisions you're making that is, you know, you, you're not proud of them, right? Then say, and, and, to ask yourself why why is it you're doing those things and especially if they're repeated and see a therapist okay there's nothing wrong with it see a professional person who will give you unbiased opinions your family won't help your pastor won't help i'm sorry your pastor won't help or you know see a professional therapist who can you know help you sort through sort through that that mess because your kids see it it comes out in ways your kids will see and you know that that's all i can say you know i love that i i I truly empathize with that we have to look within self and Mm -hmm. finding it within everyone else is not going to fix it Mm -mm. you know well Mm -mm. What, um, 
how can our readers get in touch with you? Let's say they want to donate. Let's say they want to connect with you to let you know, you know, you have some help out there. You have someone willing to be around you, you know, that you are loved. How would we be able to get in touch with you? Okay. So I have a, I have a website site for my podcast. My podcast is Solar Moms Talk and it's S-O-L-O-M-O-M-S Talk. And the easiest website is solomoms.net. So it's S-O-L-O-M-O-M-S.net. Um, I have a buy me a coffee link where you could donate if you want to. Um, but really, I'd like to hear from you. Let me hear your experience, especially if you're a solo mom. There's a voicemail option on the website that you could use and or there's a contact form that you could, you know, send me something. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at J Rosemary one that's J R O S E M A R I E one. So say hi. I'd love to hear from you. Definitely going to do that. Guys, make sure that you check out the description and I'll have her linked right there. You can just click on it and it'll go right to her website and all of her um, social media links and you can connect with her. And it'll be easy that way so you don't have to remember everything. Thank but you. it'll be great. I am so happy that you decided to share your story. This is what I'm talking about. There are many of women out there who have grown up without a mother. Mm-hmm. Okay? And oh, oh, the story that you guys make sure that you pay attention this month. This month of May 2022, we are definitely doing all month women, mm-hmm. women and mothers. So make sure you check us tomorrow because we are definitely going to have another a mom up here with her story as well. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you, J. Rosemary Francis. You were superb. And I wish you all the best. Okay, um, you didn't raise up your your um your sons. Do you have any grandkids? Two daughters. Yes, my first son gave me two granddaughters. All Beautiful. right. Yeah. <laughs> See, there it is. Now you can yeah. break that curse and yeah. start something better. Yeah. A yeah. new life. I love yeah. it. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank you all for tuning in. This has been the Karma of It All, where we give advice guidance and support to those going through toxic karmic and traumatic relationship situations i thank you all for tuning in and i'll catch you guys tomorrow as always each one teach one remain true to you deuces if you feel as if you have been going through toxic situations that may have you feeling all out of sorts. If you feel as if you have been dealing with suicidal thoughts, schizophrenia, or bipolarism, log on to www.mhanational.org and get the help that you need. It is very discreet. No one needs to know your business, but we all would like for you to get help. This organization has been around since 
1949 and has reaped great rewards in helping millions of people who have reached out to them just to get on track. I hope this helps you all.